Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. And I think we are officially live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Workflow Wednesday. And uh, actually, I'm not even sure what episode this is, Haley, but um, Haley is joining me. We normally have Heather here with us. Uh, She is off today, but will be back with us next week. Uh, Workflow Wednesday, very simply, is a dedicated series that Photographer's Edit is putting on. In addition to our regular podcast episodes, uh, we wanted to put out some content around the topic of workflow and try to minimize the, the nerdiness or the geekiness therein. And so we've we've created this really great conversational format. And uh, Haley and Heather uh, are with me most Wednesdays. We, we have occasional exceptions where we're not uh, doing this, but most Wednesdays at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. And um, today we're going to be diving into the topic of how to get stuff done. But before we go there, Haley, how are you? How's your week going so far? I'm doing great. I'm trying to keep my cat out of the shop because she keeps <laughs> jumping up here. Um, work has been going great this week. We're doing tons of podcast ep- podcast episodes in case uh, you have not noticed, um, those of you watching. But we are putting out at least one a day, sometimes two a day. Um, we just had so many, and it's been really fun. Uh, a lot of promotion of it, but hopefully you'll I'll get to listen to <laughs> my dog just jumped up here. <laughs> get to see. We were talking about this before we got started, how my animals have gone crazy today and they may pop in and out every once in a while. It is totally okay. I'm sure that many of our listeners um, and maybe watchers can relate as well. So um, this is being pushed out on Facebook live at facebook.com slash photogs edit. And, um, and then we are, pushing this out on the Boca podcast as well. And, and Haley alluded to that earlier, but you can go to bocapodcast.com and uh, also follow us on Instagram at Boca podcast, B-O-K-E-H and then podcast and uh, check out whatever the latest episode is. It's coming out. There's been a lot of content and, and I really hope at the end of the day that as you listen to these episodes that you're able to pull even one or two pieces of, of helpful advice from those episodes and go and apply it and make a difference in your business. Uh, ultimately, we want to, to add a lot of value to what you guys are doing in your photography business, and I hope that uh, that the content is helpful. So speaking of, let's just go ahead and dive into, I mean, we're speaking about getting things done. We're gonna dive into getting things done here, and more specifically today, just talk about some of the basic principles behind getting things done. When we're talking about a, a photographer's workflow, I mean, really, workflow encompasses pretty much everything that we do as photography business owners. And, um, and part of that workflow at a kind of a higher kind of bigger picture level has to do with how we manage all of the things that have to get done. Um, it's really easy to kind of function in this haphazard manner where 
we're just trying to keep things top of mind or maybe occasionally jot something down on a note app or write it down in a sticky note or in a notebook and um, just randomly keep up with all the things that we have to do. But I don't know about about you, Haley. I, I find that if I go about it that way, that number one, I'm likely going to forget much of what I um, was supposed to get done. And then secondly, I, I know that, that this has been an issue for me in the past, but if I have so much going in in my head uh, at night as I lay down to go to bed or as I'm just trying to shut down and relax, um, it's harder for me to relax. It's harder for me to shut down. I don't want a busy mind and having a system for managing all that I have to do helps with that. Do, have you had a similar experience? Yeah, I have. Um, I'm one of those that I do check my email before I go to bed. And so oh. if I don't have, I know, <laughs> if I don't have everything like squared away for the next day. I, that's why I check it though. I stay up all night, like thinking about all the things I have to get done. And then that leads to, I've had so many nightmares about work of like, I forgot to do something which throws everything off or. You You're know, making me sound like a really bad boss now. <laughs> well, no, no, this has been like, since I started in the professional world okay, at all, okay. like overall. Um, but like, say I didn't reach out to a photographer for a headshot for their podcast episode. Hmm. I've had dreams that it went live and I used the wrong photographer's <laughs> headshot. Just little things like that. So, how making have we sure talked have, about this? This is funny. <laughs> making sure that I have everything in place and I know when I need to do something has been one of the things that I have been very focused on. And for those that don't know, um, I was actually a project manager. So this is kind of right up my alley. Um, for, for about three years, I was a project manager. So it's definitely something that I have pulled into this job as well. Um, and my basically life in general has to be planned out. <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, I, I think that that's kind of stereotypical artist type functions in a very haphazard way. You have the occasional exception, maybe including yourself that are a little bit more type mm -hmm. A and like to have the plans in place. Uh, what I've at least experienced in the industry and, and heard in conversation is that many if maybe even not most photographers aren't that that's not a natural inclination for them. And so hopefully this content that we're covering both this week and next week, we're going to we're going to further dive into this topic of how to get stuff done more, more efficiently um, or more simply. Uh, hopefully this will be helpful in one way or another, even if you take one or two pieces of this again and you, you're able to apply it and make a difference immediately in your business and you save, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour each week or maybe even more um, that I, I I think that you'll you'll find that there's significant value in this. And so, um, you know, to your, your point, and first of all, for those of you who don't know, Haley heads up our digital marketing. And so she's involved in not only the production of the podcast, but then pushing out uh, that information on social media as well. So that's what she's referring to. But that that um, tendency to to get caught up in our head at night as we're trying to go to bed. Um, is something that I think a lot of photographers can relate to, whether it's the thing, trying to keep up with all that we have to get done or thinking about some issue that popped up with a client during the day, whatever it might be. And uh, it reminds me actually of a book that I read around this topic. And maybe we'll go ahead and share a couple of resources here just uh, with regards to getting things done more effectively. And, and it's actually a book called Getting Things Done. If you do a quick search on Amazon, and we'll link to this in the show notes as well. Uh, but it's a book called Getting Things Done by Tim Allen. And I, I will say right off the bat, it's a bit of a deep dive into this topic. Um, I, I always I use the word nerdy or geeky a lot on on this uh, on these workflow Wednesday shows. This book is definitely that. 
Uh, and um, but I will say that the principles within the book themselves are extremely powerful when it comes to task and project management. One of the things that Tim talks about in that book is the significance of having a place to kind of doing to, to do a brain dump, right? To unload everything that we're maybe naturally keeping up with internally. We could put that into a system, uh, not have to use those mental resources and ultimately have a little bit more peaceful state of mind, especially at night as we're going to bed. And so that's one of the significant benefits of implementing a system to manage um, your your tasks and your projects. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. Uh, another book that we've mentioned on the podcast and I think on Workflow Wednesday before as well is one called The 4-Hour Workweek. Uh, Tim Ferris, and many of you probably know who Tim is, but Tim has written a number of books, including this book here that centers around how to create a lifestyle as an entrepreneur that gives you more freedom and flexibility in your life. And I can't recommend this book enough either. It's, it's a kind of a bigger picture view on how to better manage all that you have to get done. So I'd recommend that. And then I think, Kaylee, you also had another resource that you wanted to recommend as well. Yeah, it's uh, one of those, you know, the ugly yellow books that they sell at Barnes Noble that say four dummies on them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. There's a project management book called Project Management for Dummies. And I when I first started in project management, I really had no, no idea what I was getting into. Um, and so I, I had gotten a job doing it and I was like, okay, I guess I need to learn how to manage projects now. And so I went and I bought that book and it was so beneficial and helpful. Um, and it, it is one of those things like no, basically like any other thing out there, there's no rhyme or reason of why one thing works for you and not for another person. Hmm. Uh, so it's a huge um, testing and making sure that you're planning and um, managing your projects in a way that works best for you. But the principles in the book will be very beneficial as well. Interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad you brought up this point because there is a tendency, I think, as business owners, photography business owners, to talk about how certainly there are many different ways to go about being a photographer and being a business owner. This is true. Um, what I would suggest to those listening in is that if you don't have a system right now, what we're going to suggest um, over the next couple of episodes, Workflow Wednesday episodes, what we're going to be talking about as far as a recommended workflow and task and project management um, would be something that you could put in place now. Um, and don't use the the kind of excuse, if you will, of, well, this I don't know if this necessarily works best for me. If you don't have a system, grab a system and put it in place. We're going to I'll be discussing actually potentially two or three different systems that you might be able to put in place right now. Grab the one that works for you, put it in place and begin to take advantage of it. Because I guarantee you uh, that if you're willing to actually put some of these principles in place, especially those principles that are mentioned in that book, Getting Things Done. And maybe Haley can actually find it. I know that there are summary versions of that book online, and that's actually probably what we'll link you to in our show notes um, that are shortened versions of that book. So you don't have to get into that deep dive, the kind of the nitty gritty version. Um, but there's some really important principles there that I'll be talking about during these next couple of episodes that will save you, will likely save you hours in a week to begin with if you don't already have a task and project management system in place. So uh, my suggestion, again, would be for those listening in, take advantage of, of um, these, these principles, apply them uh, as quickly as you possibly can. And then as you begin to put a system in place, if you find that something slightly different, an adjusted version works better, that's great. But right now, the key is putting a system in place if you don't have one. Now, we mentioned the word projects. Uh, I think we've probably said task management already, maybe multiple times at this point. 
Um, these sound very kind of corporate and, and again, maybe a little bit nerdy, but at the end of the day, just like the, the, the concept of workflow, any photography business owner is involved in managing projects and tasks, uh, regardless of whether or not you actually call them that. Very simply, tasks are things that we do, and more specifically, tasks are individual steps, um, those things that need to get done that only require an individual step. More uh, A project, we're talking about project management, a project is something that uh, it requires multiple steps. And it's important to make this differentiation because, uh, for example, if you were to say, I need to build a new website and you wrote that down or you type that into your task management system, if you wrote, if, if you said, I need to get a website designed, um, you're gonna look at that individual task and you're probably going to be overwhelmed because it's a big, big project, right? But that project is made up of multiple tasks. And if you're willing to, to actually take a little bit of additional time, treat that, that idea of creating a website as a project and understand that a project is made up of multiple steps, list out those multiple steps and then take those individual steps at a time, you're gonna be much less overwhelmed um, as you look at that project of building a website, because now you're looking at it in pieces, much more manageable pieces that are much less overwhelming and you're much less to delay getting that thing or those, those individual tasks done. Can you speak to this, this idea, Haley? Have you had similar experiences in this regard? Yeah, so one thing that I know um, really helped me understand better was not only breaking it down from projects to tasks, but task lists as well. So, uh, for example, like a website, I'm redoing my website right now. And one way I set it up is my project is my website, but then I have my about page. So what do I need for my about page? Hmm. That would be a task list. And then underneath that is I need a, a bio. And if I want any um, pictures specific to that page, I need to have a photo shoot for it. Um, if I have any awards I want to put on it, I need to place that there as well. Um, gathering all the information you need could be individual tasks. Um, and then you look at your portfolio. You have your if you do weddings or you do family portraits or whatever, each of those could be its own task because you're not pulling portfolio images for everything you do. You're doing it specific to categories that people yep. are going to be looking for on your site. Yeah. Um, and if you go in to pull all your portfolio images at one time, it's going to be pretty overwhelming if you've been shooting for a few years. Um, Cause you know, as many images as we all have and as many hard drives as we all have, you can't imagine going through all of them in one sitting and Absolutely. getting everything done. So um, that, that was a really big key item is to say like there are, you can break it down further into project um, or task lists so that you have individual tasks for each section of your project. Yeah, and, and it may even already seem for some of those listening in or watching that that this is, um, we're already giving deeper than they want to go into task <laughs> and project management, but this is just really, really basic stuff. The reality is that you are involved in task and project management on a daily basis, whether you call it that or not, and the simple idea, as Haley was describing, breaking down a project into not only multiple kind of larger steps, but then further individual tasks lists, this will help minimize that overwhelm and the stress that is, you know, it could be any number of things, um, like this personal project, I have to clean the garage, or I need to paint the house, or uh, on, on a business level, I need to, to 
get my taxes done or um, I need to build a website or uh, maybe I need to clean out all my gear, Wh whatever it might be. Those projects that take up multiple tasks, if you look at that thing as its own entity by itself without it breaking it down, much, much more overwhelming. And um, as a result, you're more likely to, to put it off. So it's, in, it's important to understand the significance of breaking what you're doing down into projects and tasks. It will help you get more things done. It's funny, Ailey, that you mentioned uh, the website because uh, we're actually in the process right now. I say we, me specifically at the moment, uh, working on changes that we're going to be making further our, on, on the photographer's edit website uh, around messaging and the, the user experience on the website. And if I just look at that individual task, which is to update the user flow and the messaging, that in and of itself is going to be overwhelming. If I break it down, it's going to make it so much more easier for, for me to get the individual tasks completed uh, because I'm more apt to jump to that first one, knock it out, jump to the next one, knock it out. So it's important yeah. to break it down. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that we went there. Anything to add to that? No, I think you said it pretty well. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, so we're talking about this differentiation between projects and tasks. Uh, ultimately, mm -hmm. what I want to, to focus on today, besides just this basic principle, the differentiation between projects and tasks is how to then create a system, how to put a system in place. Um, and when I say a system, you know, this is in 2018, likely you're going to find some type of an electronic solution. But what I've also found and, and, I've, and even in conversation with Haley, and I'm going to let her elaborate here in just a second, but uh, is that a lot of people in the photography industry, a lot of photographers still like paper. They like that tangible process of being able to open a notebook and write something down. Uh, uh, I have, well, it, it, not only a notebook, but then even a um, like a planner which is interesting to me still 2018 that the people are using planners, but that's actually become a pretty popular thing um, as of late as well. My good friend, uh, Andreka, who has actually been on the podcast now a couple of different times, uh, notoriously uses sticky notes to keep up with her to-do list. And, and I give her a hard time about it and she'll send me a picture every once in a while of her, of her uh, sticky notes. The key ultimately is that you have some type of system in place. Now there are certain principles that I think, will uh, enable a more effective or more efficient system. And we'll talk about those. But the key is that you have some type of system uh, in place that enables you, number one, as we talked about earlier, to kind of unload everything that's in your mind. Tim Allen, in his book, Getting Things Done, talks about, well, actually one of the steps in the process of implementing a system that he talks about is this so-called mind dump of unloading literally everything that comes to mind so that it's out there and then you can organize it and then focus on getting the things done. But A, a place to, to put everything so you don't have to keep it internally. Uh, and then more specifically to organize it um, into actionable projects and then tasks. And we're gonna talk more in detail about implementation, how to actually go about using these systems uh, in the next episode. But today I wanted to focus on the actual applications that you might use. And um, Haley, maybe we can start with, well, just your, your thoughts on paper versus an electronic system, and then I'll share mine as well. Yeah, so I um, we've kind of joked about this some, but I use both. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, I use my paper system. And how I plan it out is all of my big picture items go in the electronic system, but I do put every individual task in there as well. So if it's um, if we're working on Facebook ads and I know there's something I need to do with it or I need to create a new ad, 
my project is Facebook ads, but then um, I set up my week. I'll go ahead and show my planner. I use, <laughs> and I am one of those uh, paper planners. Like it's Aaron Condren um, has a whole line of really fancy planners. I think this is the day planner. I'll link to it so you can see, but um, basically I'll go to a new page so you don't see all my messy handwriting, <laughs> but it has different sections. So I can uh, like, let's see, I don't know if you can see this. Is it backwards? I don't know. It's backwards to me, but <laughs> um, there's three different sections for every day. So up here is all of my personal information of things I need to do, whether it's with my own business or my own um, house or whatever it might be that I need to do. And I know I need to do it. I make a little checkbox and write the tasks. And then on the second section is my photographer's edit and book a podcast. And then any other like client information I need to do. Um, so you can see like I have to reach out to a book a podcast uh, interview. And then I also have Meredith um, is taking over our takeover Tuesdays on April 2nd. So she's going to be at Shutterfest. And that just reminds me like on that day, I need to make sure that she knows she's logging in. She has a password. Everything is ready. Um, but I plan out my weeks. I'll go into my Todoist account on Sunday nights. And I've always just kind of wanted to prep on Sunday nights so that I don't have to get up Monday morning and waste my early time planning out my week. And then I plan out every task I need to do for that week. And if I don't get what's due on Monday done on Monday, it moves to Tuesday and I work on that first on Tuesday. So it's for me, it works because I can check it off, but I also have the backup system of the electronics. Okay. So it, to that, to your, and there's a couple of things that you hit on there, both the planner and then you mentioned Todoist. And we're going to talk about pieces of software here in just a second. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm curious as to, to the reason, maybe you can get into a little bit more depth about using a paper system versus just simply using an electronic system. Uh, why you've chosen to, to do both. Yeah. So for me, um, I've had the electronic systems. I've, I mean, I've always worked in them. I don't think I'll ever be able to not work in them. But the electronic system allows me to do big picture things. So if I know that um, I need to create a logo or get business cards, I may not be ready to do that today, but in a while I will be. So this allows me to say, like, here's my day and here's how I'm going to schedule my day by. Whereas some project management systems don't allow you to do that. Uh, there are some out there that do, um, but the ones I'm working in currently just don't. And it allows me to say, I need to do this, 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 and this, even though that might just be one task in a project management software. Um, like I'll go ahead and give an example for the Boca podcast. <laughs> and we, I do have these broken down, but you do the interview and then I have a task to edit the podcast, a task to reach out for headshots, a task to create graphics, uh, write the description, post to social media, post to Libsyn, post to the podcast or to the blog. Um, and then I also have a task to put it in Instagram stories. So it's like all these things that if I were to say, hey, Nathan, I'm promoting the podcast. And you're like, okay, she's putting it on social media. But I had to do all those things to get there. That's where I have to break it down by day in my planner to say, I'm doing all these things today. And I'll go back and check them off in my um, 
online scheduler because I can easily change the date that it's due in uh, our project management system to doist if I don't get it done. But here it's like, I didn't get it done. It's a constant reminder of you didn't do this today. So you have to do it tomorrow because it's still on yesterday's task list. Um, so it's, for me, it's more of an accountability thing of, did I get it done? If I didn't, what's the trend of it getting done? Because I mark through it instead of checking it off if it didn't get done and I rewrite it the next day. And if that happens four or five times in a week, then that means I put it off all week and there's, there's a problem. I need to go back and fix it the next week. Interesting. Okay. So just very simply, then it creates kind of a visual accountability when you can see oh, yeah. what you're getting done and what you're pushing off and you can make adjustments to your workflow as necessary. I love that you brought up the podcast because it really is kind of a great example of the significance of having a project management system where you're breaking something as big as posting a podcast up into multiple tasks. If, if you were to, mm -hmm. if, if I was to, for example, just assign to you, you know, publish out so-and-so's podcast episode, um, it would be very easy to forget a step here or a step there because there's so many steps in the process. So yeah. A, it, it enables you to keep up with the individual steps, not lose track of them. Um, mm -hmm. And 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 then by, of course, breaking them down, that, that individual project of putting out the podcast doesn't seem so overwhelming. You can knock one thing out at a time and yeah. In, in a very short amount of time, you've knocked out the whole project, which is, is really, really great. So I think yeah. it's important to, to, again, differentiate between projects and tasks for both those reasons, um, for the sake of keeping up all that you have, keeping up with all that, that has to be done, and then also minimizing overwhelm and, and making it easier for you to, to knock out that project. I think that's really, really great. Uh, yeah. Again, to, to the, the point of paper, um, as, as Haley was saying, too, it enables a little bit of visual accountability for her, which is interesting. I don't think I've heard that perspective on it before. Um, and, and that's good. Again, the key here is having a system. Now, I'm a huge fan of the electronic system. And the reason for that, number one, is for the sake of minimizing the possibility of losing that that tangible the paper based system. Right. So it's easy to lose a sticky note. Um, something could happen to that planner. It gets lost uh, or stolen or otherwise I, with an electronic system, especially one that is that is web based. Um, that also has a mobile app. And I think these are two important components of a good task and project management system. It means that I can access it literally any and everywhere, whether I'm using a friend's computer or a friend's phone or my own computer or uh, my own phone, I have access to that information anywhere. And for as much as I have to get done um, as CEO and owner of a company and, and working on um, multiple projects, it's really important that I don't lose track of, of all of those things uh, that need to be done. So for me, the sake, the, the, the simple reality, which is um, uh, reliability, I guess, not not reality or not reality, but reliability of having an electronic system in place, knowing that I have easy access to it anywhere, and even if a phone or computer gets lost, that I go back to it. I think is really important. Um, and and then ultimately, I mentioned already the the accessibility factor too, that I can get to it at any time that I want to anywhere I want to, I think is, is really important as well. So I personally recommend electronic system, but ultimately, as I mentioned, the key here is having a system of some kind in place. And, and more specifically, that you've got a system in place that you are using consistently. Uh, it's easy to download a piece of software or to buy a planner because it looks cool or it looks cute or whatever the case may be. And maybe use it for a little bit, but then go to something else and maybe go to this other thing. And I've certainly been guilty of that kind of thing in the past. I, in fact, 
and and yes, hashtag nerd alert here. Um, I I get I got so caught up in the process of testing out all the different pieces of task and project management software rather than just focusing on getting things done uh, a number of years ago. And so what matters ultimately is that you are getting things done. And uh, so what we're going to suggest is that, that you put a system in place, number one, that you stick with it consistently. And um, in addition to a paper-based planner, uh, Haley, you mentioned the one that you're using in a second ago. And of course, we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, maybe we can also mention a couple of electronic systems. And I'll let you start, Haley, if you will. Yeah, so um, the first one that came to mind was the one that I use my, for my own personal stuff is Trello, and it allows you to create boards um, and tasks within it, and you can create templates as well for easy duplication. And so um, I'm trying to think. It was Caitlin James that introduced me to it um, on her. She has a blog post. I'll link to that in the show notes as well because she goes through and I don't know if she still uses it because it was probably three or four years ago. Um, but I recently went back and found that episode to relearn how she was using it. Um, and it's really nice how she how she explains it and sets it up. So that'll be a really um, good one if you're looking into Trello. OK, cool. And that one is free. So everyone loves free stuff. Right. <laughs> um, and then the second one I was going to mention was Teamwork. It's uh, just teamwork.com. And it's one that I used in uh, the agency I was at before coming here. And it was, it's really great if you have multiple team members, um, there is a free version of it as well. But I think there's a lot of limitations like most free, um, like plans. <laughs> uh, and then I think the next tier is like $9 a month, but it allows you to create templates as well, assign tasks to certain people. Um, and then also you can make those subtasks. And what's really great is you can set dependencies. So if you know something takes you five days to do, and then you can get started on the next task and it takes three days to do. Well, if you run late on the first one, you can reset that initial uh, task due date and it'll push everything else out for you as well. So that was really nice. Um, and then the other one I was going to mention is Asana. And I've only worked in it a few times. It's really popular with um, freelancers and contractors and a, a lot of photographers like it as well. And it has a, a basic version as well that's free. So those are three that initially came to mind um, for very project-based systems. Cool. And it's nice that you can speak um, to these, I think, from experience, right? You've used, actually mm -hmm. used all three different pieces of software, and that's really important. Um, the, the other things that I would just kind of recommend, again, just based on the principles that we're talking about and we'll be talking about even more in the next episode, uh, to keep in mind as you're looking at these pieces of software, and then I'll, I'll make my recommendations. Uh, number one is to look for the ability in those systems to be able to differentiate between projects and tasks. That's really, really important, uh, again, to help maximize your uh, effectiveness in getting things done and minimize overwhelm. Um, that's really important. The other thing, I, and this is kind of in an ideal world, uh, but I would also recommend looking for a system that not only enables you to be able to separate projects and tasks, but also to tag those individual tasks, proactive and reactive. And, and this goes back to a principle that I teach photographers um, when I have the opportunity to speak at conferences, and, and we've talked about in the book of podcast as well. Uh, but the difference between proactive and reactive tasks, very simply on, we'll just focus on the professional side, but on uh, a proactive task is something that's going to actually move your business forward, that's going to enable you to increase your bottom line or build your business. 
A reactive task is something that has to be done for the sake of the existence of your business. For example, you have to do taxes, uh, but that particular task and many others aren't directly related to actually building your company, generating more revenue, and likely in most, if not all cases, don't require your involvement. And so when you go to enter a task, uh, and of course any associated projects, into that task and project management system, to be able to tag each of those tasks proactive and reactive um, is really important for the sake of accountability, making sure that you're focusing most of your time on the proactive work and minimizing the amount of time that you're spending on the reactive work. And this is really, really important. If you want to have any kind of a life as a business owner uh, and still grow your business simultaneously, you should be focusing at least 75% of your time on the proactive stuff and minimizing that busy work. So. Uh, make sure, it, it, if at all possible, that you find a system that not only enables you to uh, differentiate between projects and tasks, but also label or tag those individual tasks, proactive and reactive. I personally also will tag, occasionally tag those individual tasks based on the location that I may be able to accomplish them. Um, I love the mobility of my business. And so most of what I do could be done with a laptop and, and a phone and pretty much from anywhere in the world where I can get a Wi-Fi connection. So with that being the case, if I know that if I'm, for example, in the car waiting uh, to pick up my kids from school or sports or, or uh, music or whatever the case may be, uh, and I have tasks tagged for phone, I can pull up that list and get something done on that on that list that are from, from my task list that is tagged specifically phone. Uh, or I may tag something in general communication. So this is communication. It might be email or a phone call. Of course, both those things I can do with my phone. So I just click I click the filter for communication tasks that are tagged or flagged communication. And I can pull up those tasks while I'm sitting there in the car and all I've got is my phone. I can get something done. And so I can take advantage of, of both that mobility that I have as a business owner, but the time, that free time that I might have. So then once I have my kids with me, I can focus on the time with them. And um, so that kind of tagging um, ability is it can be really, really handy. And so I recommend looking for a system like that. On that note, um, I'll mention a couple of different systems um, that I've had the opportunity to use in recent years. Number one is Wonderlist and uh, and it just simply Wonderlist.com. We'll make sure to link to that uh, in the show notes as well. And then the one that I'm currently using is called Todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. I-S-T, T-O-D-O, like to do, and then I-S-T, to doist. Haley mentioned that earlier, and this is the task and project management system that I not only use for my personal and professional life, uh, but then it does have the capability built in for me to be able to share projects and tasks with a team, whether that's my development team or with Haley or otherwise. And um, so that, that ability to be able to delegate through that system is really powerful as well. Um, to Haley's earlier point, you can get started with Todoist for free. I do pay, I think it's like the $10 a month for, for all the features, um, uh, all the, or at least all the basic professional features. And, um, and for 10 bucks a month, of course, it's more than worth it with what I'm able to, to accomplish with this piece of software. So uh, Todoist.com, I love the minimalism of Todoist. Uh, it, it doesn't the, the features and functionality don't get in the way of, of getting things done, even the graphic interface, and they have a web-based interface and a mobile interface and a, and a desktop interface uh, are all very, very clean, very simple. You focus on the task or the project at hand and getting things done and ideally get out of there and on to, uh, to other things. So uh, todoist.com, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. And it does have the ability to differentiate between projects and tasks to be able to tag those 
items proactive, reactive, or based on location where they may be accomplished. And of course, you can also assign due dates uh, and, and uh, delegate those tasks to somebody else on your team. So those are some resources. And um, Haley, do you have anything else to add to that conversation about, uh, about these systems before we talk about what we're going to discuss next week? Yeah, you actually uh, brought up something I hadn't even thought of, and we we kind of hit on it before we got live. Um, but I start I recently started time blocking on my Google Calendar um, for if I have really big projects I need to work on, I'll just block off a section of time. And when you mentioned that you tag things as phone or communication or uh, all of those um, different categories, I've been labeling my time blocks in color. So mm-hmm. if there's a video call I need to be on, that means I know I have to get ready and put makeup on and all that stuff for the day. So I label it green. And if I see green on my calendar that day, it means I need to get up earlier to get ready. Um, you know, work from home life is awesome. And I don't have to <laughs> do that every day. But like tomorrow, uh, I'll be seeing people in person at our local meetup. and. I know I need to get up early to get ready to meet them. And then I have a video call and then whatever it might be, or if I have a phone call, it's labeled a different color. Um, Or if it's stuff for the podcast, it's labeled blue. If it's stuff for photographers that it adds, or I've just been labeling it different colors so I can see where my time is going. Even if I'm not doing it um, or I'm not blocking off the time, but I do the work I've been blocking off the time afterwards so that, on Friday at the end of the day, I can go back and say, okay, how much of this calendar or what percentage of it is, have I been working on the podcast, which this week is probably going to be like 80%. <laughs> um, but then it also helps for photographers to look at it and say, how much time have I spent on social media? How much time have I spent blogging? How much time have I spent editing? And of that, what can I, like we've talked about on so many episodes, what can I hand off to someone else to do that will give me time to proactively work on things that will benefit my business. Interesting. So okay. That for me this week has been a huge eye opener. Um, and I'm curious to see how that looks once we're not doing one episode of the book podcast a week uh, so that I can see other um, marketing efforts that we're making. So. Yeah. For sure, yeah, and we, we do have a lot a lot of different things coming up that'll be pretty exciting. But um, it, it's it's interesting, and I, I one of the things that came to mind as you're talking is is you and I both I think ha- are, are more naturally inclined to this kind of organization. Um, we find it interesting, we find it compelling, we find it uh, certainly helpful. Uh, I know that a lot of the creatives listening in maybe this is not their their natural inclination to be this organized and to, to even think about something like color coding, much less task and project management. Uh, the thing that I would that I would encourage all of our listeners and and those watching live as well to do is to first of all have a system to begin with, and very simply that is again one place that you go all the time to put everything it is that you have to get done personally and professionally, and um, and that you consistently use that system and and especially if you find that you're going to bed at night that you that you have that place right, when you go to bed at night that your mind is is racing that you have that place that you can go and dump all of that information, um, all of those things jumping around inside your head, you can dump that into that system, whether, again, it's a, you're starting with a piece of paper or you have a planner or using an electronic system like we just talked about. 
um, that you have a system that you go to consistently. Start with that. Start with that brain dump into that system and developing the habit of going to that system every single time something comes to mind. That's the step number one. Step number two will be breaking things up into projects and tasks and make sure that whatever system you're using, whether it's a piece of paper planner or um, you're going into an electronic system, that you can separate what you're doing into projects and tasks. It'll help minimize the overwhelm and the stress, enable you to get things done more consistently. And then next week, we'll actually get into kind of the nitty gritty of the day to day and some more of some of the things like Haley was just sharing. Actually, we'll talk about some of that kind of stuff more next week. Um, Heather is going to be along for the conversation then. So she'll share kind of her perspective on it as well. Um, if there's some way, I don't know that we can actually uh, put share a screen here in, in the live video feed, but I'll at least break down how I have, uh, for example, projects and tasks. Uh, some of how I have that broken down in my copy of Todoist, uh, T-O-D-O-I-S-T dot com um, that I'm currently using. And uh, so that you you have an idea kind of on a practical level, a tangible level, what that what that would look like and how you might be able to implement it in your workflow. So um, that is where we're going to end things for today. Uh, Haley, thank you so much for uh, throwing your input into this and certainly your experience, too. I mean, actually being a project manager, if if anybody in this can speak to in this conversation can speak to this topic, it would be you. So I appreciate you lending your, your thoughts and advice to the conversation. Uh, we'll look for you all next week. Workflow Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. And of course, this goes out on the Boca podcast, bocapodcast.com, or you can go to Instagram, uh, B-O-K-E-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Boca podcast. And then, of course, find us on uh, find our podcast on any of the popular platforms out there as well. Thank you, guys. Hope you have an absolutely wonderful Wednesday and rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is Nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.